0: Welcome to Women's Business Connect podcast, the podcast where we introduce you to amazing entrepreneurs who are building businesses they love and learn how they've done it. Their experiences are invaluable, and as we share together, we all grow. And now your host, the founder of Women's Business Connect, Megan Good. Welcome back to Women's Business Connect and our online podcast. We are so excited today to have Andrea Brundage with Simple Organized Solutions. And she's going to be telling us a little bit about her business, how she started, some of the challenges that she's had, and we're going to to learn a little bit more about her today. So welcome to the show, Andrea. Andrea.
1: Thanks, Megan. Thank you for
0: having me. Oh, we're so excited. So tell us a little bit about your business and why you got started uh, helping people organize and not just business, not just individuals, but businesses as well. How did that come about?
1: Okay. Well, let, let me back up a little bit. So yeah. a lot of people go simple organized solutions. Oh. Do you put shelving in garages and (laughs) closets? So I just want to clarify what I actually do. Absolutely. I'm a professional organizer, and I like to say I'm a bringer of calm. Uh. So I help people deal with their stuff, no matter what that stuff looks like. So it can be possessions in your space. It can be, um, calendar entries on your calendar. And sometimes we even talk about, um, people because sometimes we need to purge people out of our lives as well so that we can, it is hard, but sometimes we have to do that love from a distance is my, is my theory on that. So, um, yeah, that's what I do. I got into this because, uh, I, I'm wired this way, <laughs> sort of like the project manager mindset. I can okay. see the end before I start. Um, and I have a knack for organizing and I have a knack for um, being compassionate. And That's helping true. people through the process, because it is a process.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. So have you always been a professional organizer? I have not.
1: My background is actually accounting and office management. Ah. So you see a relationship yes, between systems? Uh-huh. Yes, absolutely. Yes. Systems
0: are vital to those roles. That's how
1: we get efficient and effective, and both of those things are important.
0: Yeah, so how long have you been doing this business?
1: I formed my business in 2003, so a really long time. Uh, (laughs) Been actively doing it since 2005. So I I formed my business while I was working Uh full-time in an accounting office management role and uh, getting my MBA degree.
0: Oh, wow, that's Mm -hmm. awesome. I'm
1: pretty good at time management.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yes, you are. You are efficient, too, it sounds like. So how... What was the process of getting this business started? You were working at the time. What what led you to do this full time? Um,
1: I have a short attention span, <laughs> so and I like to make big impacts every day. Yeah. So what would happen was I would go into messy offices uh, without systems. Mm. Accounting might be way behind. Yeah. And get everything caught up. Get things streamlined. Set up policies and procedures train employees so do the whole administrative management side yeah, that's a big, big job it was a big job and really fun when you're making changes and mm-hmm. and making things better yeah but once that was done I found myself getting bored mm-hmm. um, because it was so streamlined and the impact wasn't as great as yeah. I like to feel I like to I like to impact change
0: yeah yeah so mm-hmm. you started with this uh, were you here local in Mesa or were you somewhere else
1: well, at the time when I set up my business, I was actually living in Mesa. Okay. But we moved full time up to the White Mountains. Okay. And that's where I actually really, you know, boots hit the ground. Yeah. Uh, joining Chamber of Commerce, figuring out a logo, you know, <laughs> all those foundational, um, very important things I did up there.
0: Yeah. What yeah. was what was the biggest challenge as you started your business?
1: Uh, the biggest challenge for me was the marketing side, mm. and having just finished an MBA degree. Yeah. Oh yeah, you've got to market. Yeah, uh, but I'm I'm also wired that I like to play after I work.
0: Okay, and good. And it
1: and it felt like work um. Um, was kind of falling by the wayside because when you're marketing, you're out visiting and you're. Chatting with people, and it's way different than actually, you know, in it up to your elbows, which is where I really like to be. Yeah. So the challenge was really all right, it doesn't matter whether you're more comfortable working, you actually have to go out now and market your company.
0: Yeah. Marketing is huge and it comes in so many different forms. Uh, What's been the most effective form of marketing for you?
1: Relationship building. Okay. So I have done a lot of networking and built relationships along the way. And once you have relationships, that means you're nurturing and you're staying in touch. Yeah. Whether it's social media or actually in person, it's really an important part. Then that turns into the like-no-trust factor. And what I do requires a lot of that.
0: Absolutely.
1: So a referral coming from someone is an implied... Um, you know, this person's okay. Yeah. You can trust this person.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And going into some someone's home, that that's a big deal for you, and that's a big deal for them. How do you manage helping people um, in a vulnerable state where they're having to look and analyze what they have and and relationships and their time? And how do you help them feel comfortable?
1: Well, by the time they call me, they're in overwhelm normally. Mm. They know they need help. Okay. Uh, It might be outside pressure. It might be internal pressure. Mm. But there's a pressure to change. Okay. And so making people feel at ease Mm -hmm. um, and trust me to help them, that's why we do a 60-minute needs assessment. Okay. Because, frankly, not every – person that I do a 60 minute needs assessment with, do I end up working with? Because maybe they're not ready or maybe it's not a good fit, whether for me or for them. Uh And that is critical when you're dealing with such a personal issue.
0: Yeah. So take us through working with you. What does that look like for a professional organizer from when somebody calls you to when you're completed with them?
1: So typically a call will come through and, and I like to always ask, how did you find me? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Talking about SEO yeah. right now, right? Yeah. How'd you find me? What are you using to find people like me? And so they share that information and it just kind of sets the tone for, you know, let's let's be personal here. Mm-hmm. Let's get to know each other a bit. So we spend probably 15 to 20 minutes over the phone. They get a little background about what I do. I get a lot of background to what they're dealing with. Mm -hmm. And then hopefully we set up a 60-minute needs assessment where I go out to the home or office and meet with them, tour the area, and then come up with an informal action plan. And then from there, I offer to help them. So I have different bundles of hours, so different packages that uh, are available to them Or sometimes they feel so empowered that they think they're going to do it on their own. Oh. And I support that a hundred percent.
0: So do you follow up with them? Uh Do you
1: help them through it? If they need help, I do. But very often people just need some permission to let things go. (laughs) Yeah. And if I give them permission up front and they have a, a tendency to be organized. They actually can get through some projects on their
0: own. That's awesome. It is. Do you have guidelines and different things to help them in organizing or is that through that 60 minutes needs assessment that you kind of come up with some plans?
1: Yeah, there's a lot of communication during that 60 minute needs assessment and there's a lot of exchange of of tools okay. that will be helpful if whether or not we decide to move forward together mm-hmm. or not. So I share a lot of information and I, I leave them with the full toolbox if they want to do it by themselves.
0: Yeah, mm-hmm. awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, how do you handle going into someone's home that's maybe considered a hoarder and not go in there with that judging attitude? What, How do you work with them so they don't feel attacked, I guess? I know my family is a bit of a hoarder style with my parents, and so... Anytime we work to help them organize it, it they feel like they're under attack. How do you get past that?
1: So just for clarification, I actually do not work with hoarders. Okay. In the, in the true sense of the word, I don't work with um, hoarders because there is so much more need than, than dealing with just the stuff. There's an underlying issue that's very present that needs to be dealt with, Mm -hmm. with a professional. Okay. And so I will, I'm familiar with some organizers who do work with hoarders. Okay. And so I refer those out.
0: Awesome. Yeah. That way
1: people can get served at the highest and best level because that's not what I do best.
0: Yeah. Mm -hmm. So who would be your ideal client then? My ideal clients
1: are people who use words like "I'm overwhelmed," "I'm stressed out," "I need to get organized," "I don't know where anything is."
0: Okay. So
1: they, it's more really about terms and feelings of feeling overwhelmed and and even worried. Okay. And like wishing they could clone themselves, but kind of recognizing the need as well. Definitely, definitely recognizing the need. Um, Mm -hmm. That's awesome. Mm -hmm. That's awesome. So I've heard you say right-sizing a few times. What does right-sizing mean? So you, you hear the term downsizing a lot as it relates to seniors. Mm-hmm. I like the idea of right-sizing because for seniors, downsizing sometimes has a negative connotation. Yeah, It feels like,
0: absolutely. oh, my gosh, I have to give up stuff. <laughs> yes. I have
1: to give up my life. I've got one foot on the banana peel. What's next? <laughs> yeah. You know, and it's a negative Yeah, uh, for some. Uh-huh. For actually, I'm going to say for many. So I like the term right-sizing, and that can apply to people at any age. So if we have too much stuff in our space, no matter how big, I don't care if it's 40,000 square feet, 400 square feet, it doesn't matter. If we feel crowded in our space, we need to right-size. Yeah. Because where do we go but home when it's time to refresh and get ready for the next day? Yeah. And if our home isn't peaceful in a sanctuary it um, it doesn't
0: work yeah totally so you do work not again with just residential people but also businesses what does that look like with a business when you're going in to help them what are some things you help them through so
1: here it depends on the size of the business sometimes they're uh, entrepreneurs or solopreneurs or they may have one or two employees Mm -hmm. Um, oftentimes they're still working out of their home but they're outgrowing that space, whatever yeah. that is. So they're buried in paperwork. Mm-hmm. They're also doing things that isn't that that aren't really in their wheelhouse. Okay. So let's use the example of a, you know, a, a car mechanic. Uh-huh. Person loves working on cars. That's their passion. They wanted to start this business. And they're spending hours and hours a day in their office dealing with paperwork and phone calls and Far, far, far away from the reason they got into business.
0: Absolutely.
1: So I'll go in as a consultant and help them figure out, one, let's get some systems in place.
0: Using that MBA that you did. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Yes. Let's get some flow. Yeah. And let's identify where you can start delegating and letting go of this stuff that doesn't serve you well. It's not in your wheelhouse. Yeah. Yes, it needs to be done, but does it need to be done by you? And if we have systems in place, then we know what we can expect of the person we're going to bring in to help us.
0: Yes, absolutely. So it's a
1: really important part of of, um, organizing your business for growth. Okay. On a larger scale, I've worked with larger companies and done time management trainings uh, with their employees. Uh, I worked with executives and set up systems, um, and then it filtered down to the employees uh, to even include digital organization, Uh, how to run a meeting. Yes. So, you know, very much around efficiency.
0: Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. What's your best tip for keeping your desk organized?
1: Everything you need within arm's reach. Okay. So if you use your stapler 100 times a day, it needs to be on top of your desk. Uh. Um, things that you don't use that often need to be off your desk. So you need to have elbow room. Yeah. So these cute little tiny desks that are, <laughs> you know, you can barely put your laptop on Yeah. are not effective if you have to deal with paperwork and things like that. So make sure you have plenty of elbow room and then tidy up every night.
0: Okay. When you
1: close your office, tidy up your office. So tomorrow morning when you come in, you're not looking at a mess.
0: Uh, I love it. I love it. That's great. And so you also recently launched a book. I did. What, what inspired you to write a book? Uh, you know, I do a lot of talks
1: around town. You and a and lot d- of talks around town. <laughs> and different conferences and things. And I always felt like maybe I was shortchanging the people in the audience because I give a lot of information. So there's a lot of, you know, fast and furious note taking. I wanted people to be able to relax.
0: Uh-huh
1: still get the tools they need, and have a really pretty awesome takeaway, which is the book that I created. And it's called Simplify Your Life
0: awesome. and Eight Simple Principles to Turn Your Chaos into Calm. Awesome. So what's what's the acronym stand for? I know you you took SIMPLIFY and cha- turned it into an acronym. Tell us about I that. I did.
1: So the word SIMPLIFY is just, I just love the word to begin with. Yes. And somehow it came to me, take each letter and write chapters around that. And so this is what they stand for. The S is for simplify your life. The I is for identify problem areas. And that is an area where you can do some self-reflection. I encourage that. And then also identifying flow Mm. issues. Uh, The M is make me time, which is very important if we're going to be a whole person.
0: Absolutely. Creating that balance in our lives is huge.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, P is for planning ahead. This is where we're talking about time management and getting up when the alarm goes off. (laughs) (laughs) Calendaring.
0: Calendaring.
1: Making your bed. I talk about that in my book. It's a very important concept.
0: Yes.
1: L is for letting go of excess. This is where we're actually in it up to our elbows and we're starting to make really good decisions.
0: Awesome. Okay.
1: I is for involving others. So family, friends roommates
0: yeah it's important to have everybody on board when you're making changes
1: it is it, and and you can't control other people no,
0: but you not. can also
1: be a good example for what you'd like to see
0: you can be an influencer yes,
1: yes. uh f is our finding help again this is family friends professionals organizers like me for example and then the why is you can do it so this book is really about giving hope to people who feel hopeless
0: Yeah, that's awesome. What were some challenges in writing a book that you had? (laughs) Lots of things.
1: (laughs) Work, life, uh, excuses. Okay. Excuses, which is a really good concept uh, to share because we all have them. Yeah. And to think that I'm living the perfectly organized life and I don't do anything that's outside of what I'm teaching, that's not true. So I like to say we're all works in progress.
0: Absolutely.
1: And this book reminded me that, This is a difficult task.
0: (laughs) Yes, it is.
1: And having self-imposed deadlines are easy to forget or ignore. It's one thing if you've got a teacher that says, hey, your report's due June 15th, you get it done. But when it's your deadline, (laughs) talk about making me time. This is really, really important stuff.
0: So how did you eventually set those deadlines to get through it? What, What happened?
1: You know, I, I had some deadlines set that I didn't make. Mm. And then it was just the re- self-reflection of how important is this to you? Yeah. And the reality was at that point in time, as the gu- the deadlines were passing, mm-hmm. it wasn't a priority. Mm. And that's pure and simple. It wasn't a priority. And then it became a priority. Yeah. And guess what? I got it
0: done. You did. That's <laughs> good. Yeah. Once you told me you are were- going to make it happen this year. You, you got it done really quick. I did. It was probably five years in the making though. Oh, wow. Mm -hmm. Wow.
1: And of course this isn't sitting down writing every day. I want to be really clear. It sat stagnant for many, many months at a time.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So what were, um, some of the influences that helped you eventually get it published? Who helped you with that?
1: You know, I'm so lucky. I, I just have people in my life who um, appear magically. (laughs) So a very dear friend of mine has a publishing company herself and she's written seven books. Wow. So she was my biggest cheerleader through the process. That's
0: awesome. She also
1: let me let it sit when it needed to. And, you know, it wasn't that like, Oh, I don't want to do this. It was like, you know, it's okay. It's going to be there when you're ready to pick it up.
0: Yeah, absolutely.
1: And then, um, through your group, I met an amazing book designer that took my book to a, a way different level, a much uh, more polished, beautiful book that I'm so excited to share with yeah, everybody. It
0: is beautiful. I Thank love the you. cover. I love everything about it. And it's, it is a nice, organized book to read, too.
1: Yeah, it's pretty pretty easy and short. Uh-huh. And that's Absolutely. very intentional. Yeah. Yeah. And actionable.
0: Yeah. And that's what you've said is is everybody gets something a little bit different out of this book. It's not a go do this, go clean out this thing. It is more of a take them through and evaluate and see where the problems are, correct?
1: Yeah. You know, you can use it for self-reflection. You can use it for, um, yeah, I do need help mm-hmm. um, and really give you a reason to call somebody in that can help you. Yeah. Um, additionally, I released after the book, I've released a journal.
0: Yeah. And
1: it really helps. Um, it doesn't have to go along with the book, but it helps with uh, goal setting, journaling, how you're feeling, what you're getting done. Because I'm all about celebrations, even yeah. if they're little.
0: Yeah. It, it's so important that we see the, our progress. Otherwise, we become overwhelmed with all. That we still have to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And the thing with organizing, you're never done. And, <laughs> and that's okay.
0: Every year you got to refresh, right?
1: Every year, every holiday. Yeah. When new stuff comes in. That mm-hmm. means we're always, always letting go, hopefully. Because yeah. if we don't, that's where the accumulation happens.
0: Absolutely. Did you grow up in an organized home? So my mom was a child of the depression. Ah. Mm Mm-hmm. Was she a keeper of everything, like my granny?
1: Yes. (laughs) Yes. So my mom kept everything. She was very clean. Yeah. But things were out on the counter, and I never understood that. Like, why did we take the dishes out of the dish strainer and just put them on the counter? I don't Mm. understand this. And there was room in the cupboards. Hmm. And I still don't understand. I don't this. understand that either. <laughs> um, but you know that we just have to understand that people are different and we have different tolerances for stuff in our space. Yeah. And for whatever reason, and maybe it was because she came from a place of lack, maybe it felt good to see. To see the things, things. you have.
0: Look that what we, Look
1: how much I have. I am yeah. so blessed.
0: Yeah. You huh.
1: know, you don't really know what's really underneath some of the behaviors. Yeah. And then, you know, they were helpful people. Okay. So holding on to things in case somebody needed so it, needs it. yes. Whether it's That's used huge. foil. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: cottage, cottage cheese containers. Cottage <laughs>
1: cheese containers. Cool Ice whip. cream
0: containers. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So all of these things, what I've come to learn in trying to help my mom get organized was you can't organize that trauma out of people.
0: Oh, yeah. You
1: can't. Yeah. Um, you have to accept that they went through something we really have never experienced. Absolutely not. And if it becomes a safety issue, then absolutely we need to deal with it. But, yeah. you know, they tend to hold on to things longer than we think is necessary.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And
1: our kids may be thinking the same thing about <laughs> us at some point. Yes. We don't really know how our generation well, maybe
0: not be. my daughter, but... <laughs> We are polar opposites, but yeah, I totally, totally can relate to some of those things. Yeah. Yeah.
1: It's an interesting, I just love people.
0: Yeah. It's me too. Great. Me too. Yeah. My grandparents went through the depression, so very similar experiences Mm -hmm. uh, when we would go to their house and, you know, they had an ice cream container. Anytime you needed to go fishing and put your fish in it or all kinds of things that I my kids would never understand today. Yeah, yeah, totally, yeah. totally different.
1: And mayonnaise jars, of
0: course, are oh my goodness, <laughs> so, many <uses. laughs> so many uses, so many uses, so many uses. So I just have a couple other questions for you. What was the biggest challenge um, that you've overcome with a client in helping them, and how how did they react after? What What are some of the positive changes that you've seen in others' lives?
1: So the positive changes are the feeling of of light.
0: Mm, And it's a feeling.
1: It's a definite feeling. Um, Having too much stuff in in a space for people who don't like that much stuff is very stressful.
0: Yep, absolutely for me. Mm -hmm.
1: So being able to remove that stuff um, or at least put it in an organized fashion so it can be compartmentalized. Mm -hmm. So I use the example often of a gal I worked with who uh, she was running three businesses out of her home, Mm. out of the same office space, which was was a loft area and it was all intermingled. Mm. So separating out those three businesses and having particular areas and files for them and really compartmentalizing lightened the load. Because mm. her brain can now function. Oh, if I'm working on this business, this is where all of that is. So yeah. she wasn't all over the place. Yeah. And after we did her office, she literally stood in the middle of the room and threw up her arms. And she goes, oh, my gosh, I can breathe. <laughs> so it's mind true. you, there was nothing. That's true. And she wasn't a clutter bug by any stretch. Yeah. So really paying attention to the internal conversations. Yeah. Is, is helpful for people to decide whether or not this is working or not. Yeah. Um, struggles. What, um, you know, when people are being forced to downsize or move mm. into independent living is probably the biggest struggle.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, I, ha- I have a lot of compassion, and I have a mom who's 93. Oh, wow. So she's
0: still alive. She's still alive. Wow. So
1: I totally identify with not only the parent but where the kids are. Yeah. So it's difficult when the kids only have a weekend to get mom moved.
0: Oh, wow. That is hard.
1: And that's a very common scenario. Oh, wow. So I, I hope to come in as kind of a buffer. Yeah. I'm going to make sure your mom's taken care of. But the most important thing at this point in your lives is to maintain relationships. Yeah. So let's not fight over whether <laughs> mom can take that. Yes. Whatever it is. Let her have it. Let her have, let's give her some, let's let her make some decisions. Yes. Even if you don't agree with them. Okay. So that she doesn't feel like her power is completely taken away. Yeah.
0: It is a hard transition at that point in life to lose a lot of your freedom, Mm -hmm. it feels like.
1: Which goes back to the right sizing. Mm -hmm. It doesn't matter how old you are. One day is not a day of the week. Mm-hmm. so when we're one oh one day i'll get to that and one day and one day and one day if we wait too long which i see very often with elderly people they've waited too long now one day they can't make decisions for and
0: themselves choices are taken away
1: one yeah. fall on one day changes yeah. everything
0: yeah it's so huge.
1: getting organized and getting your estate in order is always appropriate particularly when you're older
0: yes yes absolutely so you also run a facebook group tell us about that and how people can connect with you um beyond this show and and in your business
1: so i started um i call it sos clutter disruptors awesome and it goes with the book actually so i wanted to create a, a supportive space that was safe for people who were reading the book or or not. Uh-huh. But people who are on the the mission to simplify life. Yeah. And they can use that platform to post pictures or challenges or ask questions. It's an open dialogue in there.
0: Yeah. And, and I've seen a lot of activity recently of people yeah. reading your book and doing things. So yeah. It's been exciting. There's
1: been some fun stories that have come through, too. <laughs> it's, I don't know if you read the story of the Blue Sock,
0: but I haven't seen that oh one. Oh my gosh.
1: Go <laughs> yes. Those of you who aren't on, just just sign on so you can go read the story of the Blue Sock. It's fabulous. Oh, funny. I, it's going to be a children's book. I know it.
0: Oh, awesome.
1: <laughs> so that's yeah, exciting. I offer that kind of support. I'm also mm-hmm. available by phone and email and of course on my website. And your website again for listeners? It's www.professionalorganizeraz.com. Awesome. And then my phone number is 480-382-1085.
0: Awesome. And of course
1: I'm on your directory. So yes,
0: you are. You You're connected through um womensbusinessconnect.com mm-hmm. and you can link out there and you can also find notes in the this show as well to connect with her. Terrific. So thank you so much for sharing with us today Andrea. Thanks for having me Megan. We, so fun. We love having you and and learning from you as well. We all can use help simplifying our lives. And, and it's turning so chaos important. into calm, T- turning <laughs> that chaos into calm, because we've all got it. We've all got it somewhere. Yes. So we all need some help. Thank you again. Thank you. Have a great day. Thanks for listening. Head over to womensbusinessconnect.com, where you can read our blogs, find links to our other podcast episodes and learn how to become part of Women's Business Connect. Enjoy.